begin the sitting practice now, take a moment to check out the mindscape. What is the attitude that you're approaching this sitting with? Is there some posture in the mind of expectation or determination or resignation? Or is there an open curiosity to what might appear in each moment? Just take a look and and see if you can feel or sense how the mind is approaching this period of time. Any attitude in the mind or posture in the mind will affect and condition the experience. So we don't want to enter into this period without a full awareness of the baggage that comes with our attention or the posture of the mind. If there's any expectation, recognize that this is one of the defilements, attachment, or longing, yearning, wanting. Or maybe there's some anticipation, some fearful anticipation about discomfort in the body or dullness of mind, whatever, whatever has given you trouble in the past. If so, then this tendency towards avoiding or anticipation, fearful anticipation, is another defilement, aversion. Oh, recognize that. Maybe there's a grim determination to be present every moment, not to let a single moment escape your attention. More than just being vigilant, there might be a hyper-vigilant posture in the mind. Or maybe there's a kind of lackadaisical, oh well, whatever. Actually a little weakening, weakening of intention, Notice that. Having surveyed the mind for any postures, agendas, or attitudes, as much as possible, let go of any extraneous holding in the mind. Relax into the sitting posture letting the body settle firmly or stably on your sitting bones. Releasing any gripping or holding in the body. nature of the mind is to know, to know each moment what is occurring. So in one sense we could say that knowing is always happening moment after moment. Remind yourself that knowing is happening and inquire what is being known. Since knowing is happening moment after moment, with the minimal of effort, but a precise attention to the present moment,
inquire what is being known. Sitting being known, sounds being known, Maybe the breath is being known. The stillness of the body being known. The silence in the room being known. Keeping the practice very simply Acknowledging what is being known in each moment. And if any tension creeps into the posture of the body, recognize that, let it go if you can. Or if any attitude or posture creeps into the mind, recognize and acknowledge that. Let your attention be open and receptive to all experience, physical, mental, emotional. Inner experiences and outer environmental experiences. Notice, too, any of the defilements that creep into the mind, coloring your experience with disliking or liking, anticipating, irritation, curiosity, whatever appears, whatever is known in this moment, Be aware of that.
if you become aware that the mind is holding on to some expectation or some anticipation or some prior experience, acknowledge this holding. Feel the holding. Is it reflected in the body? Is it just a gripping in the mind? If possible, let it go. What arises in each moment appears due to condition and causes. Notice how impersonal each moment is. It appears, it is known, and it comes to an end. Let it come, let it go. Let the attention be present and ready for the next moment. Things may appear slow, one at a time, or fast, in a jumble. Just notice, this is the way it is for now. See if you can be at ease with the way things are. Just noticing.
you have any questions about your practice today. Both. <laughs> it uh, sometimes, uh, you know, we can we can see they, they they come quick. You know, we may be okay. I've had enough of this. You know, a little boredom setting in. And by the way, it's a little bit painful. I don't like that. And I think it's almost breakfast time, and I'm really looking forward to that. But gosh, if I don't eat soon, I'm really going to fall asleep. And you know, so we get a little antsy, and all of them come at once, or we get, you know, what we call a multiple hindrance attack. <laughs> yeah. So you, you just say, oh, it's a party, you know. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we recognize clearly one. Sometimes we know that, we're, that the mind is not very clear. It's, it's defiled by something, but we don't know what it is. That's okay. Don't go rummaging around too, with too much intensity. Just know that, wow, things are really... Okay, it's just kind of confusing. And, and you might just know it as, oh, this is confusing, or, uh, you know, knowing that there's defilement, but not knowing which one. Just know, oh, yeah, defilement. Mm-hmm. Defilement's being known. Okay. And however you recognize it, just, just know that that's what's being known. Restlessness being known, you know, anticipating breakfast being known, something like that. It takes um, it takes repeated, uh, you know, many times we'll come in contact with the defilements, and sometimes we'll recognize them, sometimes we won't, sometimes it'll be clear, sometimes it won't. But over the course of time and and many different experiences with the defilements, we'll begin to get a, a real real familiar with our, our repertoire of uh, you know. And so we, it's, it's a gradual uh, acquisition of knowledge. You know, it's not like, there, I saw sleepiness, got that, what's next? You know, um, there's more to be seen. And just, you know, be, being patient, but, you know, be patient with the defilements, they come. You know, there's, these are deeply conditioned habits. And be persistent in your attempt to recognize them and not to be kind of entangled in them but just know that okay you know the defilement is present and and we're aware of it and we're trying to not just kind of be taken over by it every time what comes up mm-hmm. yeah Ah. Okay, so this is, you know, uh, being aware of a defilement or becoming aware of defilement and then piling on, you know, having, having another aversive moment in response to that or in reaction to that. It's not uncommon, you know, we, we get frustrated with how many and how often and how familiar they are. And we get critical. You know, we'd like to be, we'd like to think that we could do better. Um, but, that, you know, re- recognize as much as you can. Oh, here's the defilement. Here's the criticism. Criticism is another aversion, right? So uh, it happens. That's what you're aware of. Just notice that. You know, and see if you can kind of when you recognize the the judgment of the defilement, see if you can uh, remind yourself, well, defilements arise due to causes and conditions, and one of the conditions is that they're a deeply conditioned habit. It's a habit. And, you know, we don't like it, so, but that's the way it is for now. You know, and then just see if you can extract that judgment of it. Congratulate yourself for recognizing 
Well, at least I know I got a hmm, defilement of aversion or desire or whatever. You know, it takes patience and persistence again. You know, and but it's good to see that that's what's happening because here we have the opportunity to see, you know, when a defilement arises and we become aware of it. We often have another defilement on top of that. In our life outside of here, in our everyday life of social and professional work, life is going fast and we don't have the time to see that. And just at the end of the day, we end up with just, you know, some, you know, very complex uh, and very full and sometimes confusing state of mind, stressed. And, you know, there's there's lots of loose ends, un, unacknowledged aversion and desire and frustrations, anticipations, disappointments. It's like we didn't really get a chance to acknowledge them when they were happening because life was going by. So at the end of the day, we're just kind of like, okay, let me sleep this one off. But here we have a chance to see what's actually happening when that is going on. And we can begin to recognize it here in the stillness, in the kind of the clarity and the kind of the precision with which we're watching. And while when we leave here, it still goes on. The habits are still pretty strong. Nevertheless, we will be able to catch more of it as it's happening in the speed of life and won't be quite so uh, entangled in it. So it's, it's challenging here. It's more challenging outside of here. Yes. Uh huh. Mhm. Mhm. So he's saying that a defilement arises, and then you know there's there's this intention to look at it, and and then he gets kind of aware of the intention and the interest and the oh I'm investigating this. That's okay because that's you know what's arising is the defilements arising and then there's an awareness of it and then there's an awareness of the energy of investigation and moment after moment you know things change you know you may not be so entangled in the defilement but kind of fascinated with wow the energy of investigation or curiosity you know that that that's another state of mind to be aware of it's more of a wholesome state of mind but uh we'll get to those later <laughs> So we use the we use the language of letting go of whatever you find yourself holding on and being intimate with whatever you find arising. And it's a balance. You know, it's practice is all about striking a balance and learning how to recognize when you're out of balance. And so the, the letting go comes with when you find it yourself that you're just kinda leaning on something or hanging on to something or, or anticipating something and holding in the mind, oh let go. But when things are, you know, uh, arising, sometimes we just kind of casually dismiss them or we don't really look too close or, you know, there's something lingering in our mind, but we're not very intimate with it. You know, so then we can can open, just, just allow ourselves, encourage ourselves by saying, you know, something's going on. What's, what's going on? Well, let me, let me just settle back and let me receive this mental state. I, I haven't really identified it yet, but I know something's kind of niggling. So then that opening and encouraging yourself to just 
settle and let it come to you. That's the invitation to get a little closer, feel a little more of the nuance or the texture of the moment, mental state, physical experience, whatever. So, but if we if we get kind of absorbed in an experience, you know, where we just kind of something feels good and we just go, mm, you know, we lose our awareness. So we lose awareness of it. We're kind of absorbed in it. So we want to kind of, we want to be intimate, but we don't want to be lost in it. We want to stay aware of what we're in touch with. So it, it's, it's all about, and, and you'll see more as the days go on and as you become more familiar with the mind and how to work with it, you'll see that it's, it's all about striking a balance, making the right effort, but not too much effort, being vigilant, but not hypervigilant. But if you get hypervigilant and you try to relax, maybe you'll relax too much and you'll fall into a slumber and you realize, well, that's not right. So you try to, come, you try to make the adjustment to kind of stay in the middle. So that's the path of practice. <laughs> I want to take a little time to give you some more uh, precise instructions for the walking practice. So um, maybe you could stand up right uh, at your place there. Yeah, he's just standing right there. So, first couple of days of retreat, you know, we come in with the energy of work and so is our life outside, and we're pretty, well, racing, <laughs> pretty fast. And after a couple of days of just being here with nothing to do except sit and walk around till the next sitting, because there's so much walking from here to the room, from here to the dining room, outside, if we can make walking a practice as continuous as we make the effort in sitting, our practice will really, the momentum of awareness will really pick up. And that's what we're working for, is continuity of awareness. So, just while we're standing here, close your eyes for a minute. And let yourself feel the body just kind of coming to the stillness of standing and feel the floor supporting you. Relaxing the neck, shoulders, hands. Relaxing the face. Really feeling your feet touching the floor or the cushion beneath you. While doing that, you may notice all the subtle movements it takes to keep you balanced. Don't let your knees lock. Let your knees relax also. And you may notice that the body's Gently moving side to side, front to back. You can kind of monitor the changing pressure on each foot. Sometimes a little more pressure on the outside of the foot or the left foot or the right foot, heel or toe, just while standing still. While doing this and attending to the sensations in the body, you may notice thoughts going through the mind. There may be thoughts about what you're going to do the next period, preparing for your interview, or you've got to go to the bathroom, or whatever. There's just you know, thoughts and feelings going through the mind in addition to the sensations of standing. Just let it all be there, along with the sounds 
or the vehicles going by outside. Now gently, just slowly lean your lean to the left and let most of your weight come onto the left foot, but feel the whole process in the body. So that eighty-five percent of your weight is on the left foot and the right is almost light. Then we'll sway sway to the right, noticing all those sensations. You can feel sensations in the legs, the feet, the arms and shoulders. Swaying back to the center. Finding a place of balance evenly distributed between the two feet. Now with your eyes maybe slightly open, take a single step forward with the right foot, lifting and placing and feeling the leg. And continue with a step of the left foot. Reestablishing balance, the dynamic steadiness or the dynamic stillness, all that moving that goes into standing still. Again, noticing any thoughts, moods, feelings in the mind. Then just taking a step back, left foot and right foot. Reestablishing a dynamic stillness of standing. You can see in this exercise how much is going on in the body. Just to stand still, there's a dynamic flow, a stream of, of both physical sensations and mental activity. You may hear sounds and notice thoughts. When you're walking, your eyes are open and you'll be seeing things. And there'll be all this obvious, very tangible sensations in the legs and the rest of the body. That's the level of awareness we want to head towards in our walking practice. So at the beginning of the walking period, take some time to just stand still, get into the body, find your place to walk back and forth, and then just walk back and forth. Again, you can walk at any pace. Sometimes if you're walking faster, you know, the movements and the sensations will be grosser. And if you're walking slower, then there may be more sensations. There isn't one preferred way It's not that you need to walk slow in order to be aware. You can walk at any pace. So let me encourage you to walk at the pace you can be most mindful at, which may change. At the beginning of the walking period, you may need to get some exercise and just feel like getting the kinks out, walking a little faster. But towards the end of the walking period, you might want to walk a little slower, especially as you're walking into the hall, and just bring the continuity of awareness of walking into the continuity of awareness of sitting, where you adjust your nesting material and actually sit down and and see if you can keep the flow of awareness continuous from the sitting to getting up to going out to walking, coming back, settling into the sitting again. Seeing if you can do that without a break in the awareness sometimes moving fast, sometimes moving slow, being aware of sensations other f- in the walking, other sensations in the body, external environmental sounds, smells, sights, and the mental activity of thinking. In this way, you know, you'll begin to really kind of embody your life and be aware of it. And that's really the direction we're going with our practice. Any questions about that? I encourage you to really uh, make full use of the both the formal walking periods and the in-between times. You know, the, thing, the times around meals that seem like they're unscheduled. You know, you have a meal and then there's 
like free period until two o'clock. Well, that's a free period to be mindfully aware of whatever you're doing, whether it's taking a nap or taking a shower or going for a walk or laying on the lawn. As much as possible, keeping the continuity of awareness there. Okay? So enjoy your mindful day. You might notice that we've put up uh, interviews for half of you today. Those who were seen the day before yesterday will be seen. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.